0: It's Toronto's Podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network.
1: Hi everyone, this is Andrea Sesum from Canada's Podcast, nation's number one entrepreneurial network. Today I have a pleasure of being here with Leslie Dunlau. Leslie is a lot of things. So she's the host at Canada's Podcast. She's a director of engagement at Perceptible Group. She's a managing director at LD Marketing and a project coordinator at the City of Hamilton. Leslie, it's a pleasure to have you here today.
0: Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here.
1: So why don't we start off this great conversation by having you tell us a little
0: bit about yourself and all the roles and everything that you do. I guess my main role right now is working for Perceptible and being a host on Canada's podcast. Um, so I recently, I, I, did use, I used to work for City of Hamilton, but I recently resigned. Uh, I didn't go back after my maternity leave. So no more corporate for you. No more corporate for me. I'm 100% entrepreneur. Um, so now I am a co-owner with uh, Perceptible, which is a marketing agency. And that's where I spend 100% of my time, as well as uh, being a host on Canada's podcast, which is owned by Perceptible.
1: That's awesome. So you kind of tried to take my job here? <laughs> no, 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 no. So We're partners in this, We're right? <laughs> partners, exactly. So what made you become an entrepreneur? Going from a corporate job, and that's a big corporate job, working for the city of Hamilton, to being an entrepreneur?
0: So it was a very hard decision. And I think I thought about this before the interview, um, but I was – I was raised in an entrepreneurial household, um, so when I was just a child, I was three years old, my mom and dad started a welding business. I love it. So you started really early. I started at the age of seven. Right. So you're just exposed to it at a young age, and it becomes normal. So my dad quit his job um, as a welder, and you know, it's a high-paying trade, uh, to start as an unknown business owner, right, from nothing, uh, so I saw him do that. And I, I saw him working on his blueprints every night around the kitchen table for years and years on end. And he still has that very successful business today. So I was used to it. And throughout school, I also went to entrepreneurial fairs. And it was just kind of in my blood to always be creating something and um, like just making something from nothing. So that was Always part of me. And yes, I was working for the government. Yes, I was in a corporate role um, for a long, long time—for like 15 years of my life, of my career. That's all I was doing, and that's all I knew, um, and that's how I was educated as well. Um, but after I had, um, after we had our second child, my husband and I decided to use his strengths as a marketer and my strengths as a project manager, and we started our marketing company. LD marketing and then a couple months later it was very very quick we joined forces with perceptible as partners in the business partners and owners
1: that's awesome and did did you always have that feeling inside that at some point you would go back to being an entrepreneur even though you were in a
0: corporate world I for sure did um and I think I didn't know what it was and maybe entrepreneurs like those true entrepreneurs are going through this like well, I, don't, I want to do this, but I have no idea what to do. You know, when I was in my teens, I was like, oh, I want to start a coffee shop, or I want to do this and that. But I never really knew, I couldn't put my finger on what I wanted to do. But now, now we're doing it, and it's really enjoying uh, the lifestyle.
1: So you, would you say that creativity is a big part of, I guess, being an entrepreneur, the, the ability to create things as well? Definitely. With that, because you watched your parents or your dad, especially um, in your parents being entrepreneurs, do you think entrepreneurs are born or made? Are are we wired differently? So i thought about
0: this as well. And I think we have certain characteristics that differentiate um, entrepreneurs from people who aren't entrepreneurs. And I think those key characteristics are an ability to take calculated risks and an ability to think outside the box and be creative. So I think those are like two things that really wire us differently. So yes, we are, but it's not, it's not like a whole different set of wiring. It's just like a couple things that are different. A little glitch in the way. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So
1: You know, we live in Toronto and Toronto, well, we live in Ontario, but Toronto or, uh, you know, um, has become sort of a hub. Ontario in in general has become a hub of events, um, you know, uh, entrepreneurship. Um, What are some of the benefits that you see living in Ontario that you see, um, you know, uh, benefits of being in Ontario or being in Toronto?
0: So I've had the opportunity to go to a lot of conferences and events, and uh, even went to an event in Prince Edward County that was, uh, I think it was Toronto, run by a Toronto Business Babes. And just the op- opportunity to really collaborate with like-minded um, entrepreneurs in the area and just bounce things off of each other. The community here is really, really strong and really um, interconnected. So I'd say that's a huge um, benefit that I've seen so far. Uh, so definitely connections here in the city and beyond and I think as entrepreneurs sometimes we'll, we'll
1: feel isolated at, at certain points um, so as you mentioned it's, it's great to have that community and it, it's about building a community
0: yeah especially for entrepreneurs who are only working with like a team of one or a team of two or they're working from home that's a really common trend that I'm seeing among, among a lot of entrepreneurs is they feel like they feel lonely, they feel isolated, and they don't have anyone to talk to. So it's really important to have those community groups to reach out to.
1: Okay, great. Some of your best ideas, you know, when do they usually come? When do you grade, get these aha uh-huh,
0: thoughts? You know, is it at night? Is it day? I think it's when I'm actually like grinding through working like super hard. Like when I'm so focused in front of my computer and then I'm actually like, oh yes, I have like just remem- remembering all of the things. I think my best ideas come when I'm very overwhelmed and that may be like totally different to some other people, but when I'm under pressure, that's when I think I'm working the best.
1: Wow. Usually, I hear the opposite. It's when, you, when you're relaxed, or it's at night when it's calm. Yeah, okay. that's, so. that's different. I, you know, that's the first time I'm hearing that. So you work. Your your best ideas come when you're really under the
0: pressure. Yeah. Have you tried analyzing as to why that could be, or you know? I've always like when there's a lot on my plate. I I always get the most done, and that's when I'm thinking most critically. So I don't really try to overanalyze it.
1: Awesome. Awesome. What are some of the best things about being an entrepreneur for you? Because everybody has their own perspective, different journey. But what are some of the best things about entrepreneurship?
0: So definitely for me, I'm a mom of two little kids and it's 100 percent the freedom and the flexibility to make my own schedule, uh, to work from home when I need to and just really having the flexibility and I work with my husband so it doesn't get better than that that's right? a really good thing <laughs> as well. Although some people may say it's not but uh, I do enjoy having a family business so definitely great thing about being an entrepreneur and
1: what are you most excited about in your business these days so for
0: perceptible um we're growing and we're thinking about well, we're looking for a new office we're going to be hiring on new staff um, we're really growing our business in some different ways as well as canada's podcast so canada's podcast has some new iterations coming as well that are really exciting and uh, i'm not going to divulge on this podcast but they're up and coming and I think there's just people this, are just gonna have to tune in and yeah, people are gonna have to tune in and uh, subscribe to all of stuff. our channels. <laughs> but definitely like some really really exciting things to come, uh, imperceptible in, in, in the next six months. So yeah, like, growth is is an exciting time in, in any it is. It's a hard it's a lot of hard work, but it's exciting at the same time. Yeah. And it can be scary because there's a lot of different ways that you can you have to be focused, right? So just being really focused on the vision and defining that path is is difficult, but it is very, very exciting.
1: So uh, tell me about the vision you have for your business. You said you're working on some really exciting things and the next, this year will be great. Uh, You're looking for a new office, new space, growing your team. So what is the vision you currently have, you know, a year down the road for your business?
0: So I think, a year down the road, we would like to we'd like to have a, a bigger office space, bring on some, uh, some clients and really focus on our media properties. So that being Canada's podcast. And we have a few other media properties that we're working on. Um, so really focusing on those media properties driving the majority of our business. Uh, so that would be, what did you say, two years? our vision. So I think in two years, maybe having Canada's podcast as a business of its own, business subset of perceptible of its own and really growing and having its own team, uh, as well as the other two media properties.
1: Wonderful. Those are all exciting, uh, exciting plans in the next two years. So what drives you as, as an entrepreneur, you Leslie, what drives you, uh, towards that vision? What drives me
0: towards that vision? It's a hard question, right? <laughs> it is a very hard question. And I think there's different things, but for Canada's podcast uh, specifically, it's helping other entrepreneurs and being able to create that community. That is, that's what drives me to make a difference to other people who are going through the same thing as what we went through when we started up or what we through, went through are going through now at any point in your journey, right? So that, helping other like-minded people is important to me and that would drive me for that vision. For perceptible as a whole, um, I think just being able to work on something that, um, that we own and that we've made and created is, uh, and that I'm passionate about um, is, is what drives me as well.
1: What are the top three things on your bucket list. And it can be personal, it can be career related, but what are some of the three top three things on your bucket list? Leslie's bucket list. Oh goodness. <laughs> I didn't think Harder, questions hard, well not a pop quiz either. I'm listening. I know all of
0: these questions beforehand, but <laughs> <they're> false. Oh <laughs> uh, um my bucket list. I want to go on a, a yoga retreat. And that might sound funny,
1: but... Uh, no, I, I actually have friends who are going on a yoga retreat right now, and I wish I could be with them. So it does not fu- sound funny. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A lot of people, that's their bucket list. And you know what? It's uh, it's very hard to get away nowadays, especially for entrepreneurs. Um, yeah. So that's why
0: I think it, it that makes it on a bucket list nowadays. Yeah, so I definitely want to do that. A week-long yoga retreat, I'm... Destination, I'm not really sure at this point, but.
1: Maldives, uh, Bali, you know, all of the above.
0: <laughs> um, second thing is I want to walk the, the Great Wall of China. Wow. And I think that would be pretty amazing. So I would love that to is amazing. just set my feet down and, and uh, hike the Great Wall of China. So not right now, obviously, but yeah. <laughs>
1: Unfortunately, not. We'll, no, we'll have no, to wait no. a little bit for that. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, definitely one day
0: I would like to do that. And that's it right now. Is it that's two? It. Yeah, just All two right. on my bucket list. Right now. Always space for a third one in case
1: you change your mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the holding place. No, I'm holding your place. Uh, so, what do you? What is some of the greatest challenges you as an entrepreneur had faced in your business? You know we as an entrepreneurs often have many, many challenges that we face throughout the years. but one what is one of the of the hardest ones you you face?
0: so there's there's two things. So when my husband and I started our first business, LT marketing, and it was difficult for us to to even get Clients at first, we didn't know what we were doing. So just navigating, even getting our first client and getting putting together a proposal to invoicing, we just did not know what we were doing at all. So starting from scratch, that was that was really an interesting time. And finding the the resources, I found really challenging. Um, So we were really lucky to team up uh, and become owners of Perceptible and like have that runway and everything was there for us afterwards um but also another thing that i found challenging at the onset was for both my husband and i we both left our, our careers at the same time and we that totally must be jumped. very scary it was very scary yeah we jumped head first <laughs> we took calculated risks it took a long time to decide but um we we both Quit our corporate jobs at the same time.
1: So even though it was something that was planned,
0: it was um, planned and, and
1: executed correctly. It's still scary because you you are leaving behind the security of a corporate job, the Monday to Friday and a, pe- a steady paycheck, and you're now jumping into this brand new thing that's completely new for you, um, and you're kind of learning with baby steps. You know, learning to talk and walk, and um, and it's terrifying as an entrepreneur. And I think most of the entrepreneurs go through that initial stage because none of us knew uh,
0: what to do when we first started. I know. And having resources available and people to talk to, like that's the most important thing at the beginning, right?
1: Good, okay. All right, so what is the best piece of advice that you ever received?
0: I don't even know if this is like the best advice that I've ever received. So my apologies in advance. But I think it's just to trust your instincts and go with whatever, whatever feels right. And maybe like I'm a person that really relies a lot on my intuition. But um, definitely that uh, maybe my mom or my grandma has told me that. But definitely like, trust your instincts and do what feels right sticks in my head a lot
1: oh that's great (laughs) and has that uh, has that have you seen that actually applied in some of the decisions I'm going to go a step further when making business decisions or um, people decisions have you have you seen
0: that initial instinct to be right it definitely has so when I didn't go back to my corporate job for example it just felt right to not go back. And it, it wouldn't have felt right otherwise. Uh, I, w- I wanted to join perceptible. I wanted to give it a hundred percent and just give my full energy. That's what felt right. And that's what my intuition, my gut was telling me. So definitely.
1: It seems like you, you made a right decision. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm going to move on to rapid fire questions. I have Eight questions for you, and I don't want you to think too much about uh, the answer. I'm just going to throw them out there and tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. Are you ready? I
0: think I I am. (laughs) (laughs) You don't sound too sure, Leslie. (laughs) I forgot about all these questions, and I ask them all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So different
1: to be on the other side, right? Okay. So if you weren't doing what you do
0: for work now, what would you be doing instead? I would be at the city of Hamilton or another government agency as a project manager. So it would be government work. Totally. Awesome. Yeah. Number two, what book are you currently
1: reading and what books would you recommend to your, or our audience? If you're not reading any books, it can be any, um, you know, podcast that you're listening to
0: or any articles that you might've read. So not, not a book necessarily. Okay. So uh, I'm not a huge reader. And the reason I shouldn't use this as an excuse, but, um, I have two kids and all of my reading goes into reading them bedtime stories. So I'm not going to recommend any of those books to the listeners. No Cinderella, no, uh, <laughs> Moana. No, no White in the Seven Dwarfs. It's just Fair enough. <laughs> <any of those. laughs> but, um, definitely podcasts. I'm listening to Canada's podcast and uh, it's just, it's not just because I'm, I'm a host, but I actually enjoy listening to all the interviews by the other hosts as well. Wonderful. Number three,
1: are you a morning or are you a night person? I'm a morning person. Okay.
0: Tell me why. Um, so I, I really like to stick to my routine in the morning. And maybe my children have made me a morning person as well. <laughs> but I'm up at six o'clock. I make them breakfast and I have my coffee or my chai latte like I just really enjoy my routine in the morning um and I also my husband and I go to um go to yoga or do some kind of exercise every morning too so I'm always looking forward to that so
1: that's great perfect number four if you had to pick one
0: word to describe yourself what would be what would it be and why So I've been called tenacious before, and I think another word for that could be stubborn. Um, So I'm very stubborn, but I'm also very uh, persistent and tenacious when I have my mindset on something. That's great.
1: And I think uh, it's a common trait with uh, entrepreneurs.
0: Absolutely. So maybe that's another, that's a third thing that makes us wired differently.
1: I love it. Okay, perfect. Number five, what is keeping you up at night these days? Aside from the kids, which, you know... They keep us up at night. But what, what's another thing that keeps you awake at night?
0: Um, recently, definitely my kids, but recently it's uh, client projects. I'm thinking about clients all the time, and I'm just constantly thinking of little details um, and making sure that I'm getting everything done. And that's one of the things that that's, I'm a warrior by nature, and I always... I always wake myself up at night if I haven't done something, and I'm always worrying at night. So, yeah, unfortunately. (laughs) you sleep, then (laughs) So number
1: six, what is your favorite place in the world? If you could pick one, maybe two,
0: what's your favorite place in the world? So I thought about this one, and hands down, it's, um, I grew up in a small town in Northern Ontario. The town's called Lively. That's not my favorite place. But about 45 minutes from there towards Sault Ste. Marie, there's a little lake called Fairbanks Lake. And I went there. That's where my parents live. And I basically grew up there, uh, living on the lake. And it's the most beautiful, peaceful place in the world. And, um, yeah, that's my favorite place.
1: Wonderful. And I love, that you, I love the fact that your favorite place in the world is in canada and is in ontario <laughs> it is love it yeah okay number seven what are the three non-negotiables that have to happen in your morning or evening routine because everybody has some sort of morning evening routine i think you mentioned coffee and yoga with your husband so are, are those
0: is that part of your everyday morning routine or night routine whatever you have Yeah, so definitely my, I'll tell you my morning routine. So, so definitely coffee or chai latte. I've been trying to switch it up and get away from Less caffeine? Yeah. Well, chai latte still has caffeine, but like... A little bit less. And then I bring my kids to school or daycare. And then I always go to, um, to yoga, uh, usually yoga or some kind of class at the gym. And that just helps me get like mentally prepared for... For the day, so that would be like the three non-negotiable things in my morning routine for sure. That's great. I usually, listen to some kind of music in the morning as well.
1: Number eight: There's a small tropical island in the middle of the ocean, or in the middle of the lake. Yeah, <laughs> <Their next laughs> it's, it's, too close. it's too small. <laughs> <laughs> okay, with only one phone booth and no internet, we drop you off there with no technology at all. At any time, you can use the phone booth on the island to call the boat to come to pick you up. How long do you think you would last before making a phone call? I last, and what would you do
0: until then? <laughs> oh, I would last about three days. I would go get That's all not the vitamins. Too long. <laughs> to find. It's not very long, but i I would not call anybody. I wouldn't have my family with me. I would just want to like kind of decompress and clear my head for three days and chill out on the beach. (laughs) I am kind of a beach bum. And then I would like get some coconuts and try to find some fish. Um, And then I would definitely make a phone call and come back to my family.
1: Okay. That's great. Three days. All right. So Leslie, um, thank you for this awesome interview. Can you
0: let our listeners know where to find you? Definitely. So you can find Perceptible at Perceptible Inc., on Instagram, and on Facebook. Um, and you can find Canada's Podcast at Canada's Podcast and at canadaspodcast.com. Um, so check us out on all of the channels, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And then also um, we're on Podbean. You can find us on all of the, um, the podcast apps. Perfect. And on YouTube, that's yes. Everywhere. Yeah, we're everywhere. We're all over Perfect. The-
1: no excuse not to listen. <laughs> thank so, you
0: so much
1: Andrea lastly it was great uh, great pleasure having you um, so for our listeners thanks for listening to Canada's podcast like comment and subscribe to all of our channels to get the latest podcast from entrepreneurs across Canada thanks thank so you. much Leslie you're
0: welcome thank you